What if you did work? What if you took action and made it happen and started living inside of your purpose? What if you did work? Right now you can make the choice to never listen to that negative voice no more. The hardest prison to escape is our own mind. I was trapped inside that prison all for a long time. To make it happen, you gotta take action. Just imagine what if it did work? What if it did work? Start asking yourself better questions. An amazing podcast and an amazing movement, but it all started as an Amazon best-selling book by yours truly. Yes, I'm being biased. It's my favorite book. Took me forever to write, about 47 years. But you know what? It took a lot less to write my second book. The Vacation CEO, yes, that's a new book. What if it did work? I gotta say, I'm super happy. I'm super excited. I'm completely blessed. I'm alive. I'm well, and I'm listening in to my favorite podcast. Well, not listening in. I'm actually speaking onto my favorite podcast. I'm a little biased. What if it did work? Yeah, it's my own podcast. And I gotta say, I'm honored and privileged to have a guy that I met not not too long ago, like minded individual. Joshua Rosales, VP, First Horizon Bank, President, CEO of Breakthrough Nashville, host of the Breakthrough Podcast, Hispanic community leader in Nashville, Tennessee, motivational speaker and master connector. How's it going, brother? Going great. And yourself? I'm doing great, man. You know, I, I never even realized we, there was any Latinos in, in um Tennessee until I I literally met you. <laughs> yeah. No, we're here. <laughs> we're here. So, so I, I had the honor and privilege to be on stage with you at an event in uh the nefarious Murfreesboro not too long ago. Yeah, so, we had a yeah, go ahead, a great brother. time. No, we had a really good time. Um, you know, that was my first, I call it a professional event, um, semi-professional mastermind. You know, I speak to a lot of, I speak to a lot of young people on public speaking. I've been doing that since 15, 16 years old, but, um, that was, that was an incredible time that I had. And then meeting you and Sicily and Megan and, um, yeah, I had an incredible, I, I walked off that stage and I was like, Wow, that was good. That was good. And then standing next to you, I mean, you got passing out books, and I'm like, I don't, I don't have a book. I got to work on that one next year. Well, I'll make it a must. I, I know a, a great publisher. I, I actually, that's one of my side hustles. I own a publishing company, Bright Lights Messaging. So I, I just finished book number two. I, I actually sent you a copy of it yesterday. So or, or early. This morning, I sweet because you sent me the logo, right? Or no, the... I sent you the actual book. Oh, sweet! I thought it was like you were showing. I'm, I'm sweet. I'm gonna read it. Of course, man. I'm 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 all about disseminating information, passing out information, helping others. You know, it, it, it's my second book, and you know, I I was just I I love the fact that you and I were on the same page that we want to see more Latinos, more Hispanics in the masterminds. 
in the 10x community in you know unleash the power within with anthony robbins more butts in the door and as well as you know being on stage on other on podcasts on hosting our podcast i know you're a podcaster yeah you know that, that is so true and then uh this past saturday i was blessed to uh be one of the panelists at a Fortudo event um in nashville and i met jackie marushka and i connected i connected y'all together she also is, is very like-minded and passionate about the 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 hispanic community the latinos um you know and really coming up you know there's you know i was talking to somebody yesterday and you know i was like you know not you know not to say anything negative because everybody we all need there's always a job but it was like you know we when it comes to hispanics i always i seem to there seems to be a lot of hispanics in the you know the the blue collar jobs the you know restaurants and the hotel and like but when we need to uh have a seat at the table when it comes to um public speaking or CEOs or in top executive positions in companies you know i was um uh, with hispanic heritage month i i do i'm doing a lot of research on the hispanic community and the impact the positive impact that the hispanic community has on the united states and with hispanic heritage month you know uh the hispanic community um is on track to um to produce 40 over 40 percent of the u.s gdp um and i just think that's incredible and then when it comes to entrepreneurialism i mean the united states is built uh on the backs of small business owners and the and there's a large percentage i think it's one in three or one out of five businesses are hispanic owned businesses and of course they employ um people and um not only are they responsible for their family but for for other families and then you know hispanics within the range of 30 to 40 are the the largest first-time home buyers in the united states and it you know we have all this we're, we're contributing all of this but yet we're not uh we're not represented at the table and so you know just being with you and um, meeting Jackie on Saturday, and it's just a, just a passion. And even in politics, I mean, you look at politics on both sides of the aisle. Um, not getting into politics, but just on both sides of the aisle, you don't see a lot of Hispanics represented there either. I mean, you see a lot of African Americans represented on one side, uh, but you don't see a lot of Hispanics. And I, and I think that I don't really think anymore. I'm coming to the, coming to the conclusion that it's actually. I know, and I know it's a fact that Hispanics uh, are overlooked and taken advantage of sometimes, or just taken for granted. And you know, we um, we have to make sure that we step up and and we are a loud voice in in the United States and just in the community of hey, we're here, and we're just not shouting, but we're actually taking steps to get the chair, pull up the chair at the table and say, we've arrived. We've been here forever, but we've arrived. So. Oh, I, I, Hey man, I, 
I just like that old saying, I am woman, hear me roar. But, you know, I'm, I'm yep. you know, I am Hispanic and hear me roar. And, and you'll laugh because I know we're not. You know, I, I did three years of going to Tennessee, going to outside of Murfreesboro for visiting my ex-mentor. And I mean, I was it seemed like I was the only Hispanic there. And it I mean, I didn't feel uncomfortable, but it was like, where's our people? You know, maybe there was one other, but we, we need to understand that, you know, it isn't, it is what it is. There's such a thing as personal development. There's such a thing as business development, coaching, you know, we need to be on stages here. I'll, I'll tell you a story that only one other person knows. This was PodFest the, and in May, a couple months ago or six months ago, I, I ran out of fingers and toes and <laughs> I, I was at the VIP section, it was lunch, and then I was standing, and the guy asked me, he's like, so where do I put all the dirty dishes? And I'm like, excuse me? He's like, yeah, where do I put all the dirty dishes? I'm like, I don't know, man, why don't you just leave them there and somebody will pick them up for you? And he just said, you don't work here? And I'm like, oh, so you just assumed because I'm brown, you assumed because I'm Hispanic that there was no way I could be a podcaster. You assumed I worked here. And not that I was the manager or general manager, but you assumed my job was to pick up the trash, correct? And uh, he didn't even apologize. He's like, oh, well, I, I I saw you wearing an embroidered shirt. And it was just, it was just a normal polo. So it's yeah. like, oh, brother, I mean, I, I'm, I'm your equal. I'm not, I'm your podcast. I'm a podcaster. Hopefully next year they'll have me on stage as a presenter, but I'm not here to pick up your trash, you know? Yep. <laughs> yep. No, that's the truth. You know, um, the other thing that is very interesting is that there is a, um, so we have the Hispanic community. Uh, I would say like the first generation immigrants. Um, and then you have your second and third generation where I say that I fit in and I was talking to somebody else on Saturday when I was, when I was on this panel and this, this young lady, she works for TBI, Tennessee Bureau of, of Investigation. And she's also Hispanic. And um, there's a, there's a big, there's a big um, group that or a percentage that, you know, we don't speak Spanish very well and some don't speak Spanish at all. And it's like, I told her, I said, you know, I feel like I'm I'm in that catch 22 where, you know, uh, I'm damned if I do and I'm damned if I don't, where I'm Hispanic. Both of my parents, you know, born in El Paso, Texas, my great great grandparents or my grandparents, my great grandparents from Chihuahua, Mexico. But I was raised where my parents spoke Spanish and I did not uh, that Spanish wasn't spoken in my in my home. So I grew up learning Spanish when I was uh, working at Wells Fargo and just practice, you know, just practicing and with other people. But, you know, I uh, I have to fight every day to to hold on to that Hispanic culture because I don't want to let it go. And it's like on one side, I'm Hispanic. The other side, I identify as uh, Caucasian or white and other people identify me as that as well because of the way that I carry myself or the way that I speak the way just it's like okay I feel more comfortable with the Caucasian or white 
but yet I'm saying I, I feel comfortable there, but I'm not comfortable because my comfortability, I, I really strive to be comfortable in my culture. And then my culture, a lot of times doesn't accept me or, um, you know, my, my mother-in-law, I love her to death. My wife and, you know, her family, they're all from Puerto Rico and, you know, they, they joke, my mother-in-law, you know, she'll joke, oh, you're a gringo. Cause you're born in, you're, you're born in Germany. My dad was in the military and I was born in Germany. And so, you know, I, I get that all of my life, but yet, you know, I don't allow that to define me. And it's still, I still have a passion that I am Hispanic. I am doing a lot in the community. And even though uh, I may not speak Spanish fluently, it doesn't take away the fact that those are my people. And I still demand a seat at the table. And how do I use what I'm doing in the community and what you would call my position or my connections or my influence? to make sure that I'm representing not just those of us that can't speak Spanish, but those that are first generation immigrants, second, third, you know, what on and on that we have a seat at the table, you know, and it's, uh, I'm just tired that we, we're, we're, we get taken advantage of all the time and they lump us in the groups of diversity. Oh, let's talk about diversity. And it's like, we're just gonna, you know, let's, let's spend more time on black history month. And then, Hispanic Heritage Month kind of gets just overlooked. And I'm like, no, we, we are just as important. Like, we are just as important. And so um, I love everyone, but I'm just really, just for me, just kind of getting tired of of, of it. And, um, and so I, you know, just want to try to, I'm taking a stand. And little one, you know, one, one here, one there and speaking. And, and anytime I'm, I'm able to, to speak or to be represented, I want to make sure that I'm, I'm Hispanic and then this is who I am and really passionate about Hispanic business owners and Hispanic young people, um, developing them, uh, our, our youth, you know, our, when with crime, you know, Middle Tennessee, a lot of people are moving to Middle Tennessee and with growth comes the growth in crime. And, you know, a lot of our young people, when they have positive energy, they're, they're great people. They're great young people. They just don't, there's no outlets. And so they, they, this outlet they have oftentimes is, is comes out in a negative way where it's a lack of mentorship. It's a lack of, you know, just a lack of you know, people wanting to get out of their comfort zone and really be a mentor and helping uh, these young people. And so it's just where I'm just so passionate about helping young people identify the, the empower them and inspire them and challenge them and and you know and really help them understand that you know life is not a bed of roses that life is uh can can be a can be a teacher uh or it can be your worst enemy you know and um you know these young people don't don't understand that you know and it's uh crazy my son's 17 years old he just got his first job today. My neighbor, he started a, a barbecue company in Murfreesboro called Single Tree Barbecue. And um, I told my son, he was like, hey, you know, you got to It'd be cool to get a little part time job on the weekends. And, you know, maybe during the week school comes first. And but to learn how to how to work and to earn money and to, you know, do something with his time, because it's like an idle, an idle, idle time and idle mind is the devil's workshop. 
And it's like, you always got to be busy, not just busy, but purposefully busy. Um, so it's just, it's, I'm just, I'm just hungry, passionate, just about that. And there's nothing wrong with that because I I get you. My my oldest, she's full time travel soccer, full time playing soccer for St. Thomas of Aquinas, her high school, and uh, still finds time to to not only work on herself, but she has a part time job at um at a sushi restaurant. And she puts in about two two shifts a week, and it's funny because you know. If you make it a must and you schedule your life, you will find the time to do whatever it takes. But you have to you have to be passionate about it and you have to want it and you have to want life and you have to want the aspect that, you know, you're either growing or you're dying. That is true. You said that, too, at at the mastermind. That's something that stuck with me. It it took me many years, brother. I, I, I felt after. Okay, I graduated from LSU. Throw that in my plug, even though I get no downloads in Louisiana. (laughs) (laughs) So, you know, I'm like, I'm done learning. Well, I decided to go get my master's degree. Went to University of Miami. And for sure, I was like, I won't learn. That's the worst thing out there. Knowledge is power. Knowledge is strength. That's why you have billionaires out there that are high school dropouts. It's not because they, they learned how to dance great at doing the MPE class or, you know, carry an egg and life science class and what human development and all this. No, man, it's because you have to learn, you have to read. There's books out there in Barnes and Noble. There's audible. There's so much material out there that you can learn to be a better person, a better father, a better husband, lose weight, gain strength, create a side hustle, create the life, create the person that we were, we were always meant to be. That is so true. Um, you know, I, I tell people like, I, I don't have a, I don't have a college degree. You know, my, my dad went to, to, to school. He has a degree. My mom, my mom's side of the family, they all are work for the government or scientists or um, my dad's side of the family, you know, they're in the movie industry in LA. And, um, you know, I, I don't have, don't have a degree. However, like coming up through the school of hard knocks is, uh, you know, I, I thank God every day that I have a great personality because, you know, personality um, being in a, in any type of sales role uh, really helps. And then, you know, and so it's it's just the hustle that I that I that I have and the the passion and the desire and the commitment that I have for the process. You know, I tell people and, and a lot of you know I've heard it said as well is that it's it's you know to me it's not about the destiny, it's not about the end destination, it's about the journey. What can I learn out of the journey? What's the process? It's all about the process. You got to fall in love with the process. The process brings pain, the process brings tears, the process brings uncomfortability. You got to be comfortable with being uncomfortable. You got to be comfortable with enjoying and loving the process. You got to fall in love with the pain. You got to fall in love with with, you know, you got to be patient. You things don't come overnight, you know, and it's like you got to allow it to develop your character. You got to allow the process to develop who you're you you will be because who you will be will be a direct uh, correlation of the process and how much you learn from that process. And so 
you know, I'm always, I'm always preaching that, you know, I, I want to just be a good student. I want to be a good student. Like I want to learn from, from anybody. And, and it was crazy because this morning I was talking to my team uh, here at work and I was just talking to them about um, the, the, the mechanics of networking. And, uh, you know, it's uh, you go to, I go to some networking events and, you know, I see people just standing around or they're talking to people that come up to their table. And, you know, I'm, it's like, I, you don't see me at a table. You see me hitting other people's table and, and really getting to know them. And, you know, it's a, it's a science to it, but the process of being average, it may be okay for you, but being average is never okay for me. And even though I'm not where I want to be, I know I'm on the path of where I should be. And, you know, I was talking to my team this morning. I was like, you know, the mentality that I have when I work is if I was doing this job and I was working for a hundred percent commission, my mindset would be different. And if, if my team and my my team that uh, that worked for me, if their mindset was I'm working 100 percent commission, their mindset would be different as well. Um, the other the other aspect of it is that, you know, I have a wife, I have kids like I got mouths to feed like I. I have to be on my A game, even on those days that I'm not on my A game. I have to be on my A game. I don't have I don't have a choice. Um, and so, you know, talking, talking to them and explaining that, um, um, is really amazing just to see the wheels in their head turning because it was like, you know what, if I really, if I had to work commission, my actions and my behaviors would be totally different. And uh, we had really, really, really good um, discussion about that. So it's amazing when you stop and you think about um, about that, even yourself on a daily on a daily basis, your activities, the behaviors, the like, what do you do and what do you don't do? You know, I heard who was it? Um, someone said, uh, Eric. Uh, E.T. said, and I was watching one of his YouTube videos, he said, you know, you want to be a seven figures. You want to have seven figures in your bank account. But are you a seven figure husband? Are you a seven figure father? Are you a seven figure you know, character? Like everything has to be like seven figures. And even though like for me, it's like I'm, not everything about me is seven figures. Yes, I want to make seven figures. But, you know, if my health is not seven figures, then what does having seven figures in my bank account really mean? You know, it doesn't really mean anything. And it's just striving to have that balance in your life, you know, physically, spiritually, emotionally, mentally, uh, financially uh, is very, very important. And a lot of people, they fizzle out because it, it's a lot of work. It is a lot of work. Um it's not for the faint of heart and for those that they, they see the outcome, they see Omar with the, with the book and, you know, you're coming out with your second book and they're like, I want to do that. I want to be, I want to be, but they don't see you staying up till two, three in the morning or whatever, however late you stay up working on your book. They don't see where the sacrifices that people make to say, Hey, I can't do this because I'm working on my book or I can't do that because I'm working on this. And, you know, while others may, I cannot. And so um, they don't want to pay the price. There's always a price to be paid. There's always a, a price to be paid. To get from point A to point B, 
you you have to pay something. You have to pay time. You have to pay money. Sometimes you have to pay both blood, sweat, tears. You have to sacrifice things. The one thing when you said people would act differently if they were commission based, people live their lives like it's salary based. Mm-hmm. Hey, you know what? This whole it's the weekend. I'm just gonna watch Netflix. I'm I'm gonna watch Ted Mundy. I'm gonna watch. Wayne Gacy. I'm going to watch all the serial killers. If they lived their life commission-based, they woke up and they realized every single day that they were at zero and they had to do something and they had to live with purpose and they had a fire lit under their ass. Because, you know, when when you're on salary, hey, everything's fine. I'll have tomorrow. Nothing's guaranteed, man. This might be my my last day here on earth. That's why I'm commission-based, brother, on everything. I I need to put in my time. I need to put in my dues today. I don't know if St. Peter's going to call me. I don't know if Jesus is going to call me. You know, that that's all up to them. But I, I make sure I, I know when I wake up tomorrow, I'm not going to hit no snooze button. I'm going to get up off my ass and make my life happen. That's commission-based compared to, uh, I've, I've, I've got 2,000. 23, 24, 25 to do my goals because, you know, I'm in comfort that that that's the salary based person or their mindset. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's so true. And it's, uh, it's crazy. I, I said it, um, you know, the few weeks ago when we were on stage together, but it's crazy. The mindsets that, that we have, those of us like I wake up at two in the morning and, um, I'm just like writing notes or journaling or um, it's, it's crazy. Three, four hours of sleep. People are like, man, Josh, you only, you only sleep three, four hours a day. I'm like, it's not because I choose to. I just I just I can't sleep more at night. Sometimes on the weekends I sleep more, but I just. Um, it's just I, it's just crazy. Dude. I, the the reason is is because you you want to maximize time. You're living your purpose. You you you're not where you want to be, and you want to get there. And you don't want to get there next year, the following year, someday. Because when somebody says someday, the road to someday leads to a town called Never. Exactly. And you 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 texted me. Wasn't I up? Yeah. I'm, I'm a, all right. I'm like you know. Oh, sorry to dis- disturb. Sorry to disturb. My my life happens twenty four seven. If somebody, if, if it's an important call or something, you know, wake my ass up at three four. But if I'm up, I'm up, and I, I'm doing something to get to be a better version of of myself. But, you know, I'm, I I would get pissed off if some if even if I'm up at two a.m. and somebody's texting me if they, they if I saw Wayne Gacy's story or you know if I saw the new Game of Thrones or you know is LSU going to win? Who am I going? Why don't I do fantasy football? You know, trivial stuff. Don't waste my time, man. Waste your life. But you know, if, if we were texting back and forth about important issues, the thing is. People say they're busy, but they're not. They're busy doing stupid shit, you know. And that's yeah. why I don't have the time. But if I if I promise somebody, hey, I'll give you a million dollars if you work out a hundred days straight, 
for an, just an hour a day, lo and behold, they would find the time. Oh, yeah. And you're right. It's, it's not that they don't have time. It's not a priority. Oh, dude. It, but but yeah. they say it because it, it sounds good. Oh, yeah. you, January 1st comes. 2023, this is my year, man. Yeah. I'm going to crush it. I'm going to lose <laughs> weight. I'm going to cure cancer. I'm going to regrow my hair. I'm, I'm going to cure male pattern baldness. I'm going to cure erectile dysfunction. You know, the whole nine yards. And it's because it's just, they want to say it because everybody says it, man. But three weeks later, that's why 98% of the people fail. You know, one, they didn't write down their, their goals. Two, they're vague. Oh, I'm going to lose weight. Well, if you lose a quarter of a pound, congratulations. Is that your journey? No. Yeah. But, but nice. people, people say, people lie to themselves and they love to lie to other people because it's, it's, it's cute. It's trendy. I'm going to lose weight. I, I'm going to be a better person. That's the worst goal to have. How do you quantify that? Could you imagine the corporation? Yeah. We just want to have, we just want to be a better company. Okay. Well, uh, how, how's that going to help out the, the shareholders? How's that going to help out the customers? How is it quantifiable? Because so many people, not only do they have zero goals or zero direction, but they always say that, that bullshit. Uh, I just want to be better. Yep. What is what is better, you know? What is better? Exactly. Exactly. What is better? And I think that um I think that's why we have so many I don't know, it's crazy. Um I don't want to, you know, it's crazy after after the the pandemic. I think I think even I think Sicily brought this up. The was it quiet quitting or something like that? Where, oh, but that's a new generation. That's the new. Yeah. Man. That, you see, we're we're. I'm Gen X, man. Yep. It's not. Mm-hmm. That, we might not have a Gen X president. I, I know that's crazy because we weren't the protesters. In fact, it was funny because the boomers were originally saying that you know we were down with society. We were going to be the end of society, but now we're the ones carrying the heavy load. We're carrying their asses. We're carrying the younger generation. We never protested. We we did the work, and if we didn't like the results, do more work. Just shut mm-hmm. up. The, yeah, this quiet quiet spaces, quiet quitting. I deserve a medal. You know, ah. Uh, Everybody's everybody's a winner. No, man, this is yeah. th- this is fantasy land that all all these kids are. But th- but that's everybody's fault for you know raising them that way. That is that is the truth. And I know I know that when I'm when I'm buried in the ground, my kids will not will not have that to say about me because I I'm same same thing for you. Like I I push them and I challenge them and. You know, yeah, I, I have to, you know, I, I'm, I'm just making sure that I'm on them because it's like, I'm not, I don't want them to be lazy. There, there's something to be said about work ethic. There's something to be said about being loyal. There's something to be said about being truthful and honest and having good character and, um, knowing what you want and how to get it. Um, you know, it's, you know, I tell my kids, you know, it's success. You now I heard it says success leaves clues. Look for successful people. See what they're doing. Don't be afraid to ask. You know, the only question that's a dumb question is a question never asked. And, you know, never 
never be afraid to ask a question, never be afraid to to find out if this person is successful. How did they how did they get to be successful? You know, it's crazy. I had um I had two guys and we were talking about this too the Saturday with uh uh on this panel discussion. It's crazy. Um uh, people will ask you, hey, I want I want to be mentored by you or I want some time yet then never follow up. And it's like um you know, I, I, I just don't know how, I don't know how you can say, like, I want to be mentored or I want to be better. I want to be successful. And like you say, how's that quantifiable? However, it's like, sometimes I think people are like, well, I don't want to bug. I don't want to bug Omar because Omar's busy. And if I text Omar or call Omar and he doesn't get back to me, then that means that Omar doesn't is not interested in mentoring me. No, no, it's you know it's totally the opposite. Is Omar is very busy. He is on a journey, and you know I was I was listening to a YouTube video this morning uh, with David Shands, and he was saying that you know when he's when he's done speaking and he's on his way to his car. People will will stop him, will try to stop him and ask him questions. And he's like, hey, you got to walk with me. He goes, because I'm going somewhere. And it's like, when I'm going somewhere, I don't have time to stop and talk to somebody. Like, you're either going to walk with me or I'm going to leave you standing where you are. And I'm going to, I got to go to my car because I got a plane to catch or I got this to do. But I do got three minutes if you're going to walk with me. And, you know, it's so important is that, you know, if you somebody wanting to be mentored, it's like you got to you got to go and walk this person to their car, you know, walk with them like, hey, you're going to the airport. Let me let me take you to the airport. Let me take you to lunch. Let me let me do this and, and hound them and hound them and hound them, because eventually it's not that they don't want to. Is you just got to got to get in, get in their space long enough to where they're like, OK, this person's really serious about being mentored and really serious about wanting to be better the thing is uh when when people say they need help they want to be mentored a lot of times those are the people that with the new year's resolutions because Mm -hmm. they're hoping you say no because you know in the back of their mind success is scarcity they're not going to want to help me they're not going to want to talk to me they're not going to want to mentor me and it's like oh shit it's like it's like the moment you ask an olympia anyone ronnie coleman arnold schwarzenegger hey can i work out with you uh you know for the next month or so and they say yes and like oh man that means now i have to and then you know that the person backs up because they're shocked because successful people success is in abundance mentorship is fine asking questions doing things doing the work that's that's completely fine but the people that ask and get any successful person go yeah sure i'll answer your questions sure i i can help you on your accountability i can help you on your game plan on your goals on your dreams and that person doesn't follow through that's the equivalent to like charlie buckets and Willy Wonka getting that golden ticket and not bringing his grandfather saying, screw it. You know what? It's far. It's, it's going to be a waste of time, w- waste of energy. 
and they don't they don't go through it. You have that golden ticket because a mentor scales. A mentor scales time. Time is something you and I, nobody has ever been able to buy it. Nobody's ever been able to stop it, replace it. Nobody has uh, ever since Doc Brown, nobody's been able to invent a, a flux capacitor. So, mm-hmm. man, a mentor is rocket fuel. It cuts instead of the A through Z and all those years, they'll help you in the process. And it's like buying cliff notes of a book. Yep. I mean, that's so true. Um, and mentorship is so important. And, you know, especially in the time that we live in right now, especially with like YouTube and social media and all this, all this information, um, I still believe like you really cannot replace an actual mentor. Um, but all that other stuff does help. I mean, it does help, but you get all this information. And I, like you're saying, I think that that mentor is the one that helps decipher the information and sifts through, helps you sift through the information and connect the dots. And, um, you know, I think, and I probably, it's probably why was it 92% of all businesses fail within the first two to three years? Um, because of lack of mentorship, mentorship and how to start a business, a mentorship and business plan, creating a business plan, mentorship and just in, in all areas of, of, of a business uh, realm. Because, I mean, business owners are good at what they're good at, but mentorship um, is what is needed to help you not go under. I agree. And the one thing that you did say is yes, mentorship to me. It's a whole process. The YouTube, the videos, the Audible, the books, it's all called supplements. And Mm -hmm. and that's why GNC, Vitamin Shop, those are all called supplements. Because in general, when it comes to success, when it comes to losing weight, getting in shape, business, work, that's why it's called working out. That's why it's called going to work. Because you need to put work into your goals. The supplement will get you there like rocket fuel. It will cut cut corners, get you feeling better, get getting you energized, getting you focused. But a lot of times what people do is they don't want to do the work. They're thinking, well, maybe if I do the supplements, you know, the easy stuff, you know, I can watch a YouTube video. Yeah, I, I can post something on Instagram. I can throw down on Facebook a cute quote that I, I read. You know, anybody can read a quote, none of books don't work. My book, neither book works. 10X doesn't work. None of these books work. What does the work is the actual person that puts in the work. You know, what what happens is they'll go to a workshop. They'll go to a a mastermind. Like, this isn't working. Well, what what did you implement? What did you do? Oh, nothing. But I had a good time. And that's why you... You get those people, seminar junkies that go to one seminar after another. So it's great because you have that, that dopamine, you know, you get that. Yeah. You're, you're in a room, you can walk on coals, you can do the 10X, you can high five, you can do whatever. You're like, oh, these people, this is great. But then you go to the real world. Every seminar ends, every workshop ends, and you're in the drift. You're with all the, the masses that aren't into personal development, business development. 
that then you know you go you've heard all these people the naysayers oh josh another one why come on man why are you going to that why don't don't worry about that you're wasting your time on a weekend you could have watched tennessee lose to lsu you could have watched you know the titans yeah you could have done anything else, you know, but but you chose to do that. Oh, come on. And that's why, you know, they, they get the dopamine and they feel they leave. They get discouraged. But then guess what? there's something else. You, Go ahead. Let me ask you a question. So, you know, I see a lot of and you probably we see a lot of people that um, and I often, you know, I have felt that and been in that position as well. But. There are success is like right in front of them. Their opportunity is right in front of them to be anything that they want to be, do anything that they want to do, go anywhere that they want to go, but they don't want to step off the ledge called risk. And it's, it's uh, something that, um, fear right you would say it was fear. Yeah. That's either, yeah. what, what if it did work but there's that yeah. man that fear yeah. jumping into the ocean fear jumping into the pool fear and asking for the sale asking for a presentation asking for an appointment asking for a date oh my gosh yeah that two that evil two-letter word that everybody's fearful one syllable just no and the the, the, the craziest thing is People think that it's a, an attack on them, that it, their self-worth goes to the toilet. It mean not anything. That, it also means you can revisit it. You know, you can revisit the, the conversation, revisit asking whomever out and whatnot. But everybody's, the, the, the fear holding people back, one, getting out of their comfort zone, but, but two, this fear that, you know, we always go to the worst case scenario. What if we die? Well, more looking at odds, you know, I'm not in the insurance risk, but, you know, more than likely, if you ask out that woman, she's not going to, you know, you're not going to die unless she says yes. And, you know, she's Susan Smith or she's, you know, she's a serial killer. But, you know, in general, you know, starting a business, you're not going to (laughs) die. Creating a side hustle, you're not going to die. You know, taking any risk. Take a chance on something. Or have the pain of regret hit you right in the face, and that pain is going to be everlasting till the day you die. Yeah, that's yeah, it's crazy. Uh, being in the same place next year at this time that you are right now. That um, I was telling, I was telling these. Uh, so these, so Saturday, uh, it, it's uh, it was a group of college college students that go through this program through uh, Fortudo. And uh, it's a program that gets them ready for the professional arena, whether it's in the financial industry, whatever, you know, whatever industry they're, they're helping them and they're helping them with job placement. And, you know, that's one thing I was telling these, these students Saturday, it's, you know, I think the scariest place and the scariest thing is, is to be in the same place that you are today, five and 10 years from now, and that you haven't moved. And, you know, I, I think of people in my, in my, um, along my journey, whether it was 
middle school or high school or um, just along my life that I look back and I see them on social media or I'll, I'll bump into them when I travel, when my wife and I travel, and they're no better off than they were when I met them. And they're no better off when I saw them last year or two years, three years ago. And it's like, I think to myself, how do they not see it? Do they not see in themselves like I have not moved? I'm still where I was three years ago, two years ago, one year ago. And does that not cause you to have an alarm as to like, I'm not growing? Uh, I'm digressing. And I, I just, I'm like, how can somebody be in the same spot a year from now that they are right now? I, it just blows my mind. And you know what? The majority of people are fine with that. To me, the, the thing that ultimately got me going, both on a personal and a business development, was I didn't want to be average. I didn't want to be ordinary. And I, I had that aha moment. And th this was like literally before I had, I met my ex-business partner and my ex-wife. Uh, I was I was with a woman and we were watching, nobody knows this story, uh, Stir of Echoes, cheesy movie of Kevin Bacon. And the character says, Kevin Bacon says, you know, I never knew I would just be average. And, and that hit me. I'm like, Oh my gosh. And you know, I, 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 I was with this girl, this woman, and I told her that I'm like, I don't want to be average. And she looked at me like I was speaking in tongues or I was speaking in Farsi or a different language. And you know, I, I a million years later, you know, she's happy being average or whatever, but I'm glad I didn't listen to that. I'm glad. You know, yes, it might have been a B movie, but it resonated. You know, I would have never thought, you know, Kevin Bacon would resonate with me. And that's the way I live. I don't want to be average. I don't want my kids to say, hey, he was he was just an average dad. He was an average guy. And a lot of people are fine with average. And hey, if you want to be the median, that's fine. But, you know. Growing up, you know, I was always led to believe that, you know, I was made in God's image and God said, you know, I don't think God's like, hey, I want everybody to be mediocre. I want you to struggle and you struggle and you live paycheck to paycheck and you win debt and you just get, you know, the crumbs of life. No, man, we were meant for so much more, you know, but yeah. people, people don't understand that. You know, it's not about fantasy football. It's not about what shall I stream? What wine bar shall I go to? What, you know, what, what restaurant and, and people are living for the weekend instead of living their dream life. And it's, it's scary. It's crazy. Mm -hmm. No, it's, it's the truth. And, uh, you know, I, it's, uh, I don't know. I, I guess it's, uh, for us that are just so full of passion and I look at myself and I look at others that are just crazy busy and it's like, you know, I'm not busy. Um, yeah, I'm busy, but everything is, is there a purpose for it? Like, you know, everything that my wife and I do, like there's, there's a reason, there's a purpose. There's, you know, I blend them. You know, that's the other thing, Omar. It's like, uh, people ask me, how do you have time to do so much? And 
not that I do so much. It's I found a way to blend everything together, like the bank, nonprofit, podcast, dad, husband, um, just all of this stuff, like blending together where I'm networking while I'm at the bank, I'm networking, you know, I'm talking about nonprofit, I'm talking about podcasting, I'm talking about business development, I'm talking about like all these things. And, you know, a lot of people, I've, I've come across people where they cannot, com- they have to compartmentalize everything. Like everything is like, if I'm, if I'm doing this job, I can't talk about my side hustle or I can't do this. Like then I have to go over here and it's like you spend so much time spending eight hours on a job and then spending another three or four hours doing this. And it's like, when, when you can learn how to like mix it all together, I don't know if I'm, if I'm making sense, but it's um, I've learned how to do that so well that I'm not just working for the bank, but through banking, I get to talk to people about nonprofit work and community work. And then, you know, because my podcast is based on interviewing entrepreneurs uh, that I'm able to bring the podcast into it and really talking about their business and how their business gives back to the community and how uh, it's just everything all together, which in my mind helps me be able to balance that time that I need with my family because I'm not having to spend extra time in my mind having to do everything else. I don't know if that makes sense. It's no, it it does, man. Because to me, you're an entrepreneur. If you're an entrepreneur in everything, your whole life, everybody's life is intertwined. You Mm -hmm. know, I'm, we're always selling. We're always selling ourselves. We're always, you know, I'm Omar Madrano LLC. You know, uh, yes. You know, proud dad, you know, Entrepreneur, businessman, investor, speaker, author. I'm, we are everything. Yep. 100% of the time. You know, every decision we ever make, the good, the bad, has made us who we are. So that's why, you know, A to the Z, I'm, I'm all the above. I'm my past, I'm my present. And all that, you know, my past, I, I, I just use that to tell a story, but I don't live there, but it's gotten me to where I currently am. And, you know, mm-hmm. if I don't like my, where my trajectory is going, then I better, you know, do b- different choices, absolutely different choices to get to where I want yeah. to be. Now, now, Josh, talk to me. The podcast. So entrepreneurs, right? Yeah. So, you know, it's crazy how, how the podcast was birthed. Um, so me being a network and, and then two of my board members that are also, well, another one of my board members on my nonprofit, who is a big networker. Um, you know, I've always loved talking to people and the idea came as like, if, if I can't, if I'm networking, why don't I do a podcast where I can invite entrepreneurs and people that I want to get in front of to come to my podcast and be a guest on it 
to where it can be my business card. And it's like, it's really worked out for me. And so, you know, it used to be called Brew with the Crew. So Brew with the Crew would happen every um, every Tuesday at 7 a.m. We would have a guest on and we'd have our coffee and we'd be drinking coffee and just talking. And then it was turned into like the Breakthrough You podcast and just breaking through uh, mindsets and breaking through... Um, different areas that people struggle with. And so it's my podcast. Now I'm interviewing entrepreneurs from across the United States. I was interviewing, I had Laura on my podcast. She has like 150,000 followers. She's based in Dallas. She's a entrepreneur. She does fashion. She's in the fashion industry. People fly from all over the U S to, to come to her and um, from just unique, just unique individuals that are doing incredible things, just getting them on the podcast and learning about how they're connecting the dots and how they're surviving and what's, you know, what's their secrets to success. And, you know, it's really become gained some traction to where it's, um, I love to, I I mean, I want, I mean, I'm going to get you on my podcast. Like I want to know like who, who, who you are, like, how did you get to where you are today? Like you own a publishing company. I mean, that in my mind, that's like huge. You're a podcaster, you're an entrepreneur. Like, you know, what were the lessons learned? You know, when you fell down, scraped your knees, like, you know, how, what did you learn from that? What advice would you give to other entrepreneurs that are in the same, um, maybe we're in the same dilemma or predicament. And how did you come out of that? And, you know, how do you, how do you network? How do you, you know, mentorship, how's mentorship and played a, a, a role in your life? How do you self-develop your audio books or through books or through podcasts or through um, YouTube videos? Like, what is it? And then continuing to connect to them through social media is, uh, is incredible. And I spend about three to four hours a day on social media, just, um, going through my social media and, and identifying entrepreneurs. Uh, there's three questions that I ask, who are you? What do you do? How can we network? We may not be able to network right now, but we're going to be able to network in the future. Uh, never burn a bridge. Cause I never know when I'm going to meet that person. I'm going to need that bridge to, um, to cross over. But it, the podcast has just turned into all things mindset and it continues to evolve. Uh, you know, it continues to evolve and get better. And it's just the passion I have is just to connect. Like my passion is connecting. And I believe to be in a center of influence, uh, to be a center of influence in my mind is you've got to have a podcast. You've got to write a book. You've got to be connected. And you've got to be that um, that expert where people come to you to because you are the connecting factor to their success and having con- and connect others to them. So, you know, that's my, that's my journey that I'm on is to be all things, um, just to be a connector, a networker and a center of influence. The one thing that you'll notice too, with entrepreneurs, we've all fallen. We, we all have a story. We get back and you know what? We still fall, but we fall forward. Yeah. Long as you get up, there's there, there's no. Everybody has it's life, brother. There's peaks, there's values, there's struggle, there's pain, there's wins, there's losses. But you have to maximize 
by playing the game. Most people are on the sidelines saying, hey, you know what? I don't want to get hurt. I don't want to do this. I, I don't even I want to dip my my big toe in the pool or in the ocean. That's not how it works. You have to go all out and you have to play. And, you know, sometimes it doesn't go your way, but that's that's a lesson learned. And you realize if you pick yourself up and you you realize, hey, I'm not going to do that, you know, do it that way again, then then it's all there's life is a it's all winning, man. There's no losing. Yep. That, and, that's the truth. That that that's the way I, I I go about, and you know, and and if somebody wrongs you, I mean, I I don't burn bridges, but hey, that's on them. Yeah, you know, I'll 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 keep on doing what I'm doing, and I'll keep on mentoring, or or keep on even you know, every mentor has a mentor because we're always growing. We're you're nobody's an expert at everything. Nobody can walk on water. There's only one person and he hasn't been here for a couple of thousand years. So, you know, relax. Mistakes happen, man. It's called life. That's true. <laughs> that is the truth. And, and that, you know, that that's the, that's the way I, I, I live my life. You know, there's, there's no need to be chasing after money. Money it comes and goes. It's an ebb and a flow. Yeah. It said that um, relationships will get you into places money can't buy. And and that's true. Uh, Completely. And we're all in sales. We're all selling. Sales means to connect. I don't care if you're salary-based or commission-based because we're all selling. The more you can get people to agree with you, the more you can connect, the more you can understand other people's world. That's it. That's a win. That's a bonus, baby. That means you're breaking through. That means you're connecting. That means you're selling. You're selling yourself. You're selling your product. Exactly. Couldn't agree more. So, brother, I can speak to you for hours and hours because we're like-minded people. We have each other's contact information, too. So, <laughs> but yeah. what words would you tell two, two groups of people? One, that person. That's sitting on the sideline, fearful of taking action, fearful of asking themselves better questions, just being safe. And two, also, what would you tell an aspiring young Hispanic, Latino, you know, college age or any age about getting in the game called life? I mean, I think the answer would be for both is just to do it. Like, you know, if you want to start a podcast, don't wait till you have the, the equipment. Don't wait till you have, you know, don't wait till you have whatever you need. Like start now, like start, take the step, take the risk, take, you know, jump off the cliff, do it like, you know, but also do your research, like look for those people that are successful, get, get, get people around you that are going to be, you know, someone said you're the average of the five people that you hang around, you know, identify the five people that hang around you, you know, are they, are they going to make you better? Are they going to de- detract from, you know, from your, uh, from what you're wanting to do. And so for, for both of them, it's just do it, like do it and hang out with people and sharpen, sharpen, you know, the Bible says, you know, iron sharpens iron. 
are the people around me that I'm hanging out with, are they, am I able to sharpen my, my iron with their iron? Are they able to put me in check? Are they able to build and help me build my character? Um, and it's just go for it. Just start, just start. Amen, brother. Amen. And you forgot to mention how to find your podcast. Yes. Go ahead. So, uh, Instagram. Okay. Instagram. Go um, the uh, breakthrough you. Uh, so it's breakthrough and then the, the letter U. breakthrough you podcast um, on Instagram, on uh, Facebook. And uh, you we're on 24 different platforms, Apple, uh, iHeart iTunes, uh, Apple, iHeart, everything, Spotify, we're on, we're on all that, but, uh, you can connect, um, uh, connect to, to us on those, uh, Instagram and Facebook. And, uh, if you got a story to tell, uh, definitely reach out to us. We want to, we want to identify that and really, sh- uh, highlight that. Congratulations, man. I love the podcast. And I keep on telling you, man, join the page. You know, what if it did work? I thought I did. Well, no, I'm, I'm you did, but you need a post, man. Okay. Uh, yes. Uh, the reason why I don't plug you is because they would rather see the actual material from the person itself. Okay. It, it's an it's a known fact. So everybody that's out there that listens, if you haven't joined my page. What if it did work? Join it. If you have great material like Josh, promote, promote, promote. And one last thing. How do we find you? So you can uh, connect to me at uh, my my email address, uh, joshua.rosales1976 at gmail. Uh, you can also, um, my, my nonprofit, um, as well, you, you can connect to me through all that. My cell number is 209 323 Connect to me, shoot me a text, give me a call, email me, and uh, we can we can start connecting. And Josh is always available. I know because always. he's up, just like me. All right, yep. brother. Thank you. I love you. Thank you for the time. Thank you for your energy. Thank you for the golden nuggets that you provided, not, not only to our Henta, the Hispanic Latino community, but for helping people of Nashville and the surrounding areas to kick it up a notch and live their best life in the breakthrough, obviously. Definitely. Have a wonderful day, man. Talk to you soon. Definitely, brother. Take care. Love you, man. Bye. I never told no one that. What if it did work? Start asking yourself better questions. An amazing podcast and an amazing movement, but it all started as an Amazon best-selling book by yours truly. Yes, I'm being biased. It's my favorite book. Took me forever to write, about 47 years. But you know what? It took a lot less to write my second book. The Vacation CEO. Yes, that's a new book. I never told no one that. My whole life I've been holding back. Every time I load my gun up so I can shoot for the stars. I hear a voice like, who do you think you are? Negative thoughts come to mind when I start thinking bold. Like, why you chasing dreams? Aren't you getting kind of old? I 
knew I needed help. I had no self-confidence, didn't believe in myself. I tried not to feel or listen to my intuition to start a business. But before I even started, I feel like it's finished. You got a vision. And let me say, I don't care if they're your blood, got the same DNA. They can't feel how you feel, they can't see what you see. Wanna change your life, you gotta change the way you think. The thoughts in your mind is the boss of your life. Nothing but good vibes, every day I'm thinking like, what if it did work? What if you took action and made it happen and started living inside of your purpose? What if it did work? Right now you can make the choice to never listen to that negative voice no more. Prison to escape is our own mind. I was trapped inside that prison all for a long time. To make it happen, you gotta take action. Just imagine what if it did work.